Welcome to Mumbition, the podcast for business-owning women by Mums & Co, where we share inspiring stories of Australian mums in business. I'm Kerry Kwan, the co-founder of Mums & Co, and I will be joined each week by our community manager, Lucy Kippist. Together, we'll discuss how our guests harmonise their ambition, livelihood, and well-being. Let's get into the inspiring stories now. In the spirit of reconciliation, Mums & Co acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to Elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Making school lunches, do you love it or loathe it? In my house, it's a job that gets met with full enthusiasm in the beginning of the week and then tapers out just towards the end, which is exactly the genius behind today's guest's business. Former teacher Louise Fisher is the founder of Lunchbox. It's a very clever app that connects local cafes with schools to deliver school lunches for busy families. Uh, Louise joins us on Mumbition today to share some of her business journey. Louise, welcome to Mumbition. Thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, now, we're passionate about telling and sharing women's stories, Louise. I do know your story, but can you please tell uh, everyone yours? Yeah, well, like um, like you said in the, in the intro, I'm a former primary school teacher, originally from England. So back in 2010, my husband and I relocated to Singapore for a couple of years, I had a couple of years of kind of being newlyweds and double income, no kids kind of thing and did a lot of traveling. And then we got relocated down to Melbourne, which was only ever going to be for a couple of years. But 10 years later, we've got two children, our own business and Australian citizenship. So um, that being the founder of a, a health tech startup was never kind of on the cards for me. So it's funny how life kind of takes a, a turn without you expecting. But yeah, that's that's the journey that's kind of led me here today. It's a sneaky one, that whole small business ownership journey. You know, I, I, I can definitely relate to it. That is not me. I'm, I'm happy to be employed. And then you get this idea, this, this little idea that never switches off yeah. and consumes you. And then you just feel compelled to take action on it, which I think is probably one of the best ways to start a business when you can't yeah. stop thinking about it. And when you know you have to you have to get get into it, get involved, solve that problem. Yeah, absolutely agree. And we're glad that you have. Speaking of ideas and, and obviously as Carrie's just said, that planting of the seed is so important wherever and whenever it comes. And it's such your business, like Lunch Fox as an app, is such a brilliant concept for really time-challenged parents. How did you come up with that idea? Was it when your children started school or was it had it been forming before that? Yeah, yeah, there, no, there was a very definite kind of story behind it. So my my second daughter had just been born. Um, she was three months old. My eldest was four and a half. Like you say, she was just about to start school. We were just starting to think about which school to choose. My husband decided to quit his job, which didn't seem risky at all at the time. Looking back on it now, it was a crazy risk. But um, he quit his job and we put our house on Airbnb and just decided to go on a big 
road trips, spend some family time. I was obviously on maternity leave. So we bundled the kids in the car and we spent a couple of months driving up the east coast of Australia. And so we were on the road a lot and eating out a lot and, and looking for all those kind of grab and go foods and snacks for the children. And we were just really struck by how consistently poor those offerings were. You know, children's food is just generally not that great. And it really kind of stood out to us. And, and I remember there was one day in particular, we'd, we'd stopped at a small kind of petrol station to fill up with gas. And this petrol station was selling these tiny little bento boxes for children. And they had a little sandwich and there was a, a bit of hummus and some carrot sticks and some raisins. And it was so simple and so perfect for what we needed. And it just really struck a, a little spark of inspiration for us. And like you said, Carrie, we couldn't let that spark go. It was all we could kind of talk about for the rest of the holiday was why is why is that kind of thing not more readily available for children? And our eldest was about to start school and we just kind of started talking about if that was available for school lunches, then that would be, um, you know, a, a really exciting concept. And so, you know, we did just decide to to dive in with my husband being on a career break and I was on maternity leave. It was the perfect time to just kind of, yeah, make, make that leap and, and follow that idea. So you're obviously, you have a teaching background. Had your husband had any experience of running a business before this? No, he hadn't, but he's in like an IT business management um, role. So he had, he brought some really kind of key skills to the table as well. So um, with my teaching background and his background in, in IT, he was able to approach a couple of developers to help us build the app. So yes, we've come at it with some really important skills. We've kind of founded this together and yeah, it's worked. It's worked really well. I heard a very interesting interpretation recently about, you know, everyone's looking at options to digitize and being sort of e-commerce enablement. And they said every company now is a technology company. So it's, it's quite interesting. Hold on to that resource. He sounds like a keeper. Yes. Yes. We'll keep hold of him, I think. Yeah. <laughs> now, and, and, you know, would love to hear what do you love about your business right now then? Yeah, well, we're, we're relatively new still. So we've been um, developing the app probably for a year or so, but it was only back in April that we actually launched with our first school. So for us, that's been the absolute, just so rewarding to see photographs of children, you know, excitedly grabbing their lunchbox bag and, and eating the food that's inside. I, so we're, we're based down in Melbourne, but the school that we signed with um, is up in New South Wales. So I traveled up there for their launch and I got to see the, the cafe owner preparing all the lunches and the children eating all the lunches. And that was amazing for me. Um, so that side of it is, is really wonderful. But I think the thing even more so than that, that I'm really loving at the moment is just this potential that I feel like we have. I feel like I can almost feel it bubbling under the surface that this could be something really big. And I think particularly now, you know, we're opening up a whole new market and a whole new revenue stream for cafe owners. Um, I think our potential to be a real economy booster as well is something that I'm finding just so motivating. Um, and yeah, really loving that aspect of it at the moment. 
Louise, it's so exciting to hear how the last few months have unfolded for you. I remember speaking with you closer to the beginning of the year at a member meetup when this had all just sort of, you know, your New South Wales school had kicked in. Um, and I think the, the stage that you're describing is a common one for a lot of our community in that most of us are between that sort of zero to five years of, of creating a business. So I'm just wondering, in, in light of all of that, how would you describe your biggest challenge at the moment in terms of business? Yeah, for us, it's it's getting in front of the decision makers in a school. You know, schools are notoriously difficult places to market to. You know, they're very busy. The people are very busy and they're kind of ingrained in their routine. So any new service that is trying to break into that routine um, needs to be something that's really effortless, very easy. Um, so that's definitely been a big challenge um, for us. You know, we're also kind of coming at this as a, a supportive, as a supportive thing for parents. I don't really like going in with that big salesy mind. You know, I'd much rather it be something that just kind of grows a bit organically. And so what we're finding is that parents are being a real driving force in getting Lunchbox into schools. You know, we're speaking to quite a few schools in Melbourne at the moment. And they've all been um, achieved by parents who have reached out, loved the idea and said, you know, leave it with me. I'll, I'll go to the principal. So, yes, that's our biggest challenge. But we're, we're kind of, I think, finding a bit of a way around it, thanks to all the parents. So good. Well, you're solving such a big, you know, a big emotive problem for so many of us. So I can just imagine word of mouth being very, very important. Yeah, yeah. As parents, we're an influential lot. <laughs> I do feel like, you know, when you were talking, I was thinking, yeah, from a stakeholder point of view, you're literally looking at it. Who, who are those people that can make those connections or influence your ask, which is with which is the school? And then from a school perspective, we're actually, you know, we've gone through similar challenges when we look at, you know, how to actually find the f it's not so much a funnel that works for us, but it's how you can actually get in touch uh, and get in front of your customers and which channels are the most effective. Uh, and schools, be, if that's if that's yours being schools, we're actually looking at also other sort of, you know, reaching business-owning mums. We're looking at engaging partnerships with those that obviously have products and services that also, uh, you know, are useful by mums. Mums. So it's really vital to get that key relationship right. And once you crack it, you know, they, it is like this one-to-many sort of approach, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Now, you're a mum to two school-aged children. I'm wondering what have you found to be the most transferable skills between motherhood and business life? For me, uh, without a question, organisation and delegation. You know, I feel as though when you're a parent, you have a perpetual to-do list in your head. And so the only way to get through that is to delegate <laughs> and to prioritise your time. And, you know, you find yourself doing it without even thinking about it when you're a parent. You know, in the mornings, I'll get the kids fed. I'll get them dressed. I'll have a coffee. I'll make lunch. We'll leave the house. You know, <laughs> without thinking, you're you're prioritizing your time. And so for me, that is something that I, you know, really try and transfer into my work days um, of lunch fox. And I always think that there's no one better at managing their time than a working parent because, you know, you're constantly working to a deadline as well. You know, if a typical work day is kind of nine till five, if you're the one who's doing the school run, your work day is 9.30 till 2.30 and you still have the same amount of work to get done. You just have to knuckle down and, and do it. And so, yes, for me, um, definitely being able to organise my time and delegate wherever possible. 
Love that. And um, I think you, you know, often do it with a bit of a military precision. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Louise, we touched before about the importance of word of mouth in a business like yours. And I know that when you joined Mums & Co, we talked a lot about, you know, the networking aspect of our community. And you know, obviously, that's a huge part of what we do. How important is networking to you in building the business at the moment? And what are the, some of the ways that you do that digitally? Yeah, yeah. Networking has been um, so important. And I never thought I'd say it, but I actually have grown to love networking. Um, you know, this has been a real significant career change for me. And so that it was quite daunting at first, the thought of having to network with other business owners. But I don't think I've ever been to a networking event where I haven't made some kind of new connection or met someone who has, you know, put me in touch with someone else or made a great suggestion. So yeah, networking has been so, so useful. Like you say, being a Mums & Co member, some of the networking things you guys offer have just been really, really helpful. And again, it's been the kind of thing that a few days later, someone else who was on the call has reached out. We've connected over LinkedIn. I'm actually finding LinkedIn to be a really great way of networking and, you know, making connections with other kind of kindred spirits and like-minded people. But I've also, you know, we're, I'm a member of another local business networking event and I've done online pre-accelerator courses. And so even things like Slack, you know, having those kind of conversational channels and that kind of thing I think that would be one of my biggest pieces of advice to anyone starting out is just go to any networking thing you can get your hands on because you'll never regret it it's always always going to end up being worthwhile so true and it's and it's great to hear that you know the things that you've attended here at mums and co have gone on and that relationship has continued as well because I think a key part of networking that a lot of people don't really talk about is the importance of, yes, going to the event, but then it's it's what you do in terms of the follow-up that really makes a difference to the outcome. Yeah, and when you're new to this as well, like I've I found the um, Practice Your Pitch session really kind of motivating and also, you know, it's something really good about seeing other people in a similar stage to you and kind of admitting that maybe there's bits that they find hard. And, you know, the pitching side of things is challenging and hearing other people say, oh, God, I hate this. I need to practice this. Or how was that? Did I do okay? Just that honesty and that kind of support and communication with other people in exactly the same boat as you. Yeah, it's worth its weight in gold. It really is. That's great to hear. And it's a little bit like networking is is a bit of a misunderstood child, I think. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit like sales or business development. They're both such vital skills and vital capabilities, especially for the business, small business owner, which is, you know, there's, it's not like we've got heaps of staff members uh, representing our business. It is, it is us. It is you know, the me, you know, if you're a sole trader or if you're just starting to grow your, you know, making your first hire or your first team member, uh, it's, you know, it's so vital. So definitely put your best foot forward to network. And, and that's not networking for just business. It's networking for expert guidance or finding mentors and champions, um, finding people like yourself that might be one step ahead of, ahead of the curve that you can learn from. And we we do love recognising community. It's in our name. It's the co. It's the men, the women, the family partners, friends, clients in your circle. So how, how do they support you and how does it all work with those important co-members? 
Yeah, well, look, we all of our family are overseas, and so they're probably our biggest biggest fans, I suppose. They're all international, and they're kind of cheering us on. And and so, even though they're so far away, just having their kind of words of encouragement. And like I say, we, my husband and I are obviously we never realised it, but we're risk takers. You know, he quits his job, and I do quite a big career change. And and just having their support and knowing that their support is always there has been fantastic you know doing this with my husband has been a real journey in itself you know definitely not for the faint-hearted it's not always been smooth sailing but I love that we're in this together and I love that the kids get to see us doing something other than just being mum and dad you know it's really good for them to see us having grown-up conversations about you know beta testing and <laughs> and sales things and investment opportunities and that kind of thing. I love that they're seeing that. But like you say, none of that would happen without um, without our co. And we've got some really great family and friends, um, sorry, just friends that, that kind of live down the road. And I always think, you know, I agree with that saying, it takes a village to raise a child. And I think finding your village is so important. And, you know, we have a, a few really good friends that will help us with the school run or they'll notice that we've been really busy and say, you know, we'll babysit for you and, and, and that kind of thing. So I think it's just so important finding those people that can help you on your way. And, and then, like I said earlier as well, a big part of Lunchbox and our Lunchbox Co has to be those parents that are out there championing it for us and making the first step and helping us on our way. Because I don't think we'd be where we are now um, without those kind of passionate parents helping us out. So lovely. Sounds like you've got a, a wonderful system of support there. And also I loved the, the comment you made there about working with your husband and the children being able to observe observe that dynamic in your relationship too. That's very special. Thank you so much for sharing that. Our last question for you today, Louise, is as you know, Mums & Co are big champions of women supporting women. So we're wondering who are the mumbitious, the business owning mothers in your network that you'd like to say hello to today? Well, first and foremost has to be another Carrie, actually, our graphic designer, Carrie, and kind of creative director, if you like, of Lunchbox. She has just been absolutely pivotal in turning what was our idea into an actual brand. And, and, you know, she's studying twice a week and she has a child at school and a younger child. So she'll, she'll work on Lunchbox while her youngest is, is napping and asleep. And she always kind of comes at everything with such a calm, can-do attitude. So she's just been instrumental, definitely deserves um, a shout out. I have another really close friend as well who set up her own child sleep consultancy business and has recently done a swap with her husband where she's gone back to work after seven years of being on mat leave, um, landed a dream role in a really great company. And, you know, even the recruiter said this is a real win for women returning to the workforce. And, you know, it's so great seeing your friends just absolutely getting the kind of recognition and things that they deserve. And, I think probably the final person for me has to be, you know, my mom, like she was really inspirational to me. She's always been a, a working mom and she's been a single mom and she's always been a fun mom as well. You know, she's definitely one of those people that has blended ambition and, and parenthood just so seamlessly. And even as a grand, a grandma now, she's, um, you know, landed a really great contracting role with a big global company. I feel as though she's getting more success the older she gets. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are, there's lots of kind of successful women around me, which I think has been really, really inspirational, inspirational and pivotal in, in me getting to where I am now. 
Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us on Mumbition today. And if you'd like to hear more about Louise you can, and Lunchbox, you can find both on Instagram and LinkedIn. And if you haven't already, please come and join the thousands of business-owning women just like you at mumsandco.com.au. What's your favourite thing for lunch? I am... I've been, there's, there's two ways that I could answer this. And I know that I should go down the healthy, nutritious, well-balanced road, but I'm not going to because when I was a child, my favorite thing to have for lunch was a cheese and crisp sandwich with salad cream. I don't know if you know what salad cream is in Australia, but I don't know if you have any English listeners. Maybe you do. They'll probably be salivating at the thought. But um, yeah, very unhealthy, white bread, crisps cheese but no it was and even as an adult now and I think about it if I've got a real craving for something like a bit naughty that's what I'll go for <laughs> a cheese and crisp sandwich we hope you enjoyed this episode of Mumbition by Mums and Co head over to the show notes for a full transcript of the interview and any links we have referred to Mums and Co is Australia's most caring business network for women Join us today for just $30 at mumsandco.com.au. This podcast was produced and edited by Morgan Sebastian Brown of Brown Tree Productions and hosted by Kerry Kwan, co-founder of Mums and Co and community manager, Lucy Kippist. We love hearing your feedback. So if you haven't already, please share, rate and review this podcast and we can reach more business-owning mothers just like you.